Nicola, and welcome to Mediumship Reflections with me, Samper Psychic Medium. So welcome everybody to the next podcast. This is podcast number nine, Paranormal Investigation and Mediumship. Thank you so much for listening to these podcasts. I do hope that you're enjoying them. My name's Sam, Sam Pert, Psychic Medium. And yeah, today we're discussing a very interesting topic really, which is, I suppose, the, the next part of the previous podcast, which was Paranormal Investigation and Equipment. In that was podcast number eight. But in this podcast number nine, we're discussing paranormal investigation and mediumship. Now, to me, I guess mediumship is where my love lies because that's I am a medium. And so I've got a special place for mediumship. But also as well, I think it's important to recognise the, the, the advantage of having a medium with you, really, I suppose, at a paranormal investigation. Of course, I've already said... It's very important that we do have two sides to a paranormal investigation. We have the tech side, but we also have the mediumship side. And the two complement each other greatly on an investigation. And the equipment allows those that aren't sensitive to be a part of sensing spirit around. And then the medium helps, I suppose, fill in the gaps and also helps give maybe where they should investigate to as well, you know. Um, mediums, I, I feel personally, mediums are vital on paranormal investigations because, let's face it, mediums connect to spirit, speak to spirit, and if you're wanting to connect to spirit and get evidence of spirit, then I would say a medium is really vital in the whole thing, you know. Now, I know that mediumship isn't necessarily something scientific, like the equipment can be proved, but in actual fact it can when you bring forward evidence. This is the thing, it's about validation and it's in what validation that takes, you know. Um, and so if you do say there's a, there's a spirit in the top room, for example, and you actually get loads of activity around in that top room, surely that is validation, you know. So we have to look in a very balanced way at everything, you know. But but don't forget our job when we are investigating buildings, haunted buildings and stuff like this, is to connect to that building that we are, that place, that location that we are investigating. It was vital, it's so, so important to connect to the place that we are investigating. Without connecting to the place that you investigate, you almost just are always watching as a bystander and you're not about watching. When you're investigating, you're investigating, you're not watching. And the two are very different. When you're investigating, you're really being a part, being involved, seeing where you should go. What does that feel like? It should we go there? Should we go there? Whereas when you're watching, you're taking a far more step back almost from everything, from almost like an observer point of view. And that is certainly not investigating, you know? Um, and so how can we connect to that location that we are at? How can we connect to that building that we are at? Well, we can connect through using 
mediumship as a connection because mediumship is is when we connect to spirit and it's those spirits in those areas that we want to connect to so my advice is to have a medium there i think you will find that it will open up the investigation far far more and it's almost like shining a light on the investigation i believe it'll be that important because i have seen some programs where there's just been a paranormal investigator there uh, investigating and to be honest they have seemed a bit lost and in the nicest possible way they don't really know where to go they don't really know what spirits are around all of these quite important questions on an investigation can often be answered by a medium so what areas of a building should you investigate a medium can tell you where to go which spirits in those areas are the ones we might get a connection from Again, mediums can connect to all of this. Um, what types of, of actual happenings might we have? Like, might we have a door open? Might we hear voices? Might we hear footsteps? And so this is the beauty of having a medium because all of those things suddenly can be told to you. And then it goes a step further, though, because the medium can then connect to that spirit communicator and tell you what did they suffer from when they were here? What did they pass away from? or what were some of their memories of this place? Um, how old are they showing now? Um, what what area in the building did they were they fond of? Where was their bedroom in the building or things like this? Um, all of these really detailed facts that can be then looked into in the history books and in research and then be, be um, validated and stuff, you know? But that level of communication just takes hours and hours if you're just going to do that through other forms of divination like using a emf meter for example using yes and no questions it, it, it will take far far longer four times as long to find out the information you know um, and this is why it's good to use both you know because mediums just connect and then they can i know that when i i've done a lot of work around paranormal investigations and I know when I, I work in paranormal investigations, I just go in and I just say what I get, like, like with everything, I just give what I get. And I'll tell you if there's a man over in the corner of the room, I'll say if I'm sensing children around, um, I'll say if there's, I'm picking up this and this and this, you know. Um, and, and that's how I kind of work, you know, I just kind of do it, you know. Um, but the beauty is, is that level of connection with mediumship allows this whole other deeper aspect to find the story of that person out. What brought them to the place? What what did they pass away from? Um, what do they look like? You know, all of these really beautiful details. But then, secondary to that also, the medium can assist in the spiritual use of the spiritual equipment, okay? So when I'm saying spiritual, I'm meaning not the electronic stuff as such, but equipment that we can still use during investigation that can open up the investigation. Essentially it's divination equipment, all of it is divination. Um, and divination is when we we ask spirit for, for those answers and responses, if you like, for yes and no responses, you know. And so the first piece of spiritual equipment, I've briefly gone over these in my previous podcast, but I'm going to open these up a lot more now in, in this podcast. So what is glass divination? So glass divination is when you have an upturned glass on the table, you just place your finger gently on the top of the glass 
and with your elbow off the table and then you just try and blank your mind and then just ask spirit to come forward and move the glass and what happens is that the glass will start to move on the table um, not moved by you um, it will be spirit that will be moving it so the thing with this is because obviously you are touching the glass it requires trust with those people that are involved I will say that when you do fake this it just flattens all the energies okay like in all the investigations if you try and fake stuff to get attention um, it will just flatten all the energies and and the spirit that was coming forward will just go you just don't want to laugh I'm not interested and go you know so I would say it's really really important here that um, when you are doing these things that you do have people alongside you that you can trust because you are going to be doing activities um, that are going to require more than one person's input you know so the more energy you have around the table for things like this the better as well so what I mean by this the more people taking part in the activity the better so with glass divination the more people you have touching that glass the more energy there is going into that glass so the easier spirit will find it to move that glass you know um, everything is energy spirit is energy spirit is all around us but spirit also I believe has to bring its energy together um, into either an apparition or an orb or even to move a glass that requires energy that requires a coming together of energy to to connect and communicate a message through the glass if you like as opposed to just straight to the medium that will just tell you it you know um, and so the glass divination the more people there are around the table moving the glass then the easier that will be again we have to be careful with all of this stuff though we have to be very careful with what we're asking and and also our intention and we have to go with respect um, and with a sense of I would say protection around us too um, just because I feel it's good practice it is important to do this um, I don't believe that there are bad evil spirits but I do believe it's good practice to always give ourselves protection you know so I've actually done a podcast on protection so do take a listen to that um, to expand that that subject you know so glass divination is really simple yet the glass moves on the table now my advice too is you could put a yes and a no on the table and then spirit can move that glass to a yes and a no and I know that I have I've actually done seances with Francesco where we've done this in the past as well and got incredible results through glass divination. I did a, a seance a little while back for our subscribers, some subscribers, and that was really um, successful and it's incredible the information that's come forward with the glass divination. So yeah, it's something worth checking out. Ouija boards, again, these are very famous, particularly with Hollywood movies and everything like that. They started life being a board game actually um, and some people don't like to use them at all um, other people are afraid of them um, it's a very personal thing Ouija boards really essentially they are a piece of divination equipment though when all said and done um, you are speaking to spirit and um, and connecting to spirit and getting messages through the board the difference with Ouija boards and glass divination is that not only do you have yes and no's but you have numbers you have letters so it can spell things out and stuff like that um, as to whether you need them I wouldn't say they're essential on an investigation to be honest um, you can use them if you wish 
Uh, but again, use with care, use with respect. And I think if you use that with the protection and and with a grounded sense and a good intention, then you won't have any problems, you know. Um, but it's a very personal thing. And I would never tell anyone to do anything that they were uncomfortable with doing. Only do what you feel comfortable with in any investigation, actually. Particularly when we're talking with, along the spiritual side of things, okay. Everyone has their own beliefs. Everyone has their own history of things. Um, back history that brings them to where they are now. So we must respect people's opinions. If they don't wish to take part in any particular activity on investigation, then they shouldn't be forced to at all, okay? Um, and also as well, I think, remember, I need to say this, on paranormal investigations, it's very important. It's not about showing who's the strongest or the bravest. Essentially, it's about connecting with spirit, bringing their messages forward, you know? Um, it's not about trying to show off to your mates. So um, there's no room for that, I believe. Another thing that's really um, incredible to do actually on investigations is table tipping. This is where you put your, rather than putting your fingers on a glass, you put your fingers on a table and the table you will find, um, if you get the right spirit at the right moment, in the right venue, at the right time, then that table will start to move. Now I've had absolutely, absolutely incredible experience with table tipping. Um, on a number of occasions, actually, incredible experiences with table tipping. Being dragged the length of the floor, believe it or not, this table. Standing on balancing on one leg. Um, I even had an incredible one where there was just two of us um, with our hands. It was at Nottingley Town Hall, I believe, where me and a, a good friend of mine had our hands on this, this plastic outdoor table that was in the hall. And it was moving the length of this room and literally bouncing from legs to legs to legs. And yet, neither of us had our hands on the table in any heavy way whatsoever. And yet the table was just doing incredible, incredible things. So over the years, I've seen table tipping that you just can't explain it other than being spirit, you know. Um, truly, truly incredible. And with great results. But I'm not in any time, I don't have any time for people that are gonna fake all of that. Because again, if you fake all that stuff, it just flattens the energies, spirit just walk the other way, you know. So please remember that on ghost investigations, spirits aren't like animals at a zoo. They don't just perform for you. Um, if you get the right moment at the right time, you will get incredible results with your paranormal investigation. The more open-minded and welcoming you are to connect, then there's a likelihood that you'll get more things happening, you know. If you go along with quite an arrogant attitude of, right, come on, show me spirit, then they're not going to show you. They're not interested in that, okay? Spirit are like humans, just like us, just without human bodies. So show them respect throughout all of your practices. So the next way we can also connect with them on paranormal investigations is using human pendulums. Now, some people have heard of this, other people haven't. This is where we, we stand in the middle of a circle and we try and clear our mind, we stand with our arms at our side, we have one person in front of us and one person behind us, and a person on the outside of the circle will say a particular question, and, and for example, what's your yes, what's your no, and then you will move either forwards or backwards or sideways, and that is your, that spirit using you as almost like a pendulum, if you like, and that's how that works. 
Now, the, the human pendulums are great, but the problem with human pendulums is that the person in the middle of the human pendulum can hear the question that is being asked. And, and the, the grounded person in me and the debunking person in me wonders whether that does almost like affect the person in the middle of the circle um, to be able to let go of that question and just give whatever is being given. Um, and so because you might find even their subconscious tries to take over if you like. So I believe the best way to do a human pendulum is to make sure that the person that's asking the questions is behind the person and then put like ear protectors on or something so they can stop the hearing of the person. So the person that's in the middle doesn't know when the questions have been asked and that way when you do get answers then the person can never have known what the question was in the first place validating the results you see because by the person not being able to hear that the um the person then what this means is that the answers that they then give are completely unbiased by and affected by anything because they don't even know the questions and i believe then you will you can validate the results even further really um, and it gives you more validation in your results and that's what we're after isn't it in the first place and on a paranormal investigation the better evidence that we can get then, then the better an investigation so we sometimes need to go that extra little way in the activities that we do um, to make sure that we get good results and this is the same with all these activities glass divination, Ouija board, table tipping make sure that your group are aware that you don't want anyone to fake anything that you'll be watching for that um, because I, there's nothing wrong with being honest and open about good practice um, and good practice in paranormal investigation means watching out for any um, people trying to g a table on or make it move a particular way there's no space for that um, that we don't get the results we want we just appear to get them and we're not after pretending here we're after the real evidence you know that's what a true paranormal investigation we want real evidence okay and so that's why it's important to be open to people who are watching for that you know other use of equi other equipment that you can use are dowsing rods and also pendulums okay so dowsing rods are great because they can point to different areas of the building you can say where in the room could you point these dowsing rods to where spirit is right now and it's great to be able to point in a room um, where those spirits are you know i've actually done that on investigation and had great success with it and funnily enough where the dowsing rods pointed was where actually everyone everyone on the investigation ended up near and yet i was already telling them to go there it was really interesting but they were they were so tied into the other equipment almost distracted by it that they couldn't actually just get down and just sense where where is spirit actually uh, because we mustn't get distracted with our equipment it's very easy as paranormal investigators to get distracted by our equipment which seems ironic because it's there to to sense and capture spirit but we have to take this step back almost always whenever we're doing an investigation we don't always have to do something because we have it do we need to do something because we feel we should do it though is different you know so for example, just the fact that we can do glass divination isn't a reason to do it. If we feel it would be a good way to connect to the spirits right now, then we can do it. And, and so that kind of reasoning and that kind of strictness and freshness in your approach leads to far better communication and far better results, information that you can then validate and everything, you know. So 
using dowsing rods and pendulums are also good for yes and no's. These are all divination techniques, don't forget, you know. So, moving on to the other big questions here, how to investigate, particularly when using mediumship. So, when using mediumship, I would say always on an investigation, you're better off doing, you could do a sweep with the EMFs initially, but I would advise, to be honest, doing a sweep with the mediumship first before anything else happens. And, the, and why, why is that a good idea? Because that means that medium can tell you then, in this building, I'm feeling this is a hot place of investigation. This place might be a good place to investigate. You know, for example, I feel a stairway might be a good place to investigate. I feel this is a high energy area. I feel the back room is also one that's worth investigating, you know. And by staying in these particular places, it allows to give a bit of an initial focus to the group, to the investigation, to start their investigation. So we take the staircase, for example. So the mediums picked up a male on the staircase, okay? We want to find out more about him. We want to connect to him. So what equipment would be good to use in light of working on the staircase, you know? It possibly isn't using glass divination, but using dowsing rods might be a possibility. Um, using um, door sensors might be a good idea at the top and the bottom of the stairs. Um, putting some EVPs on the stairs as well and stuff. Um, backing that up with a medium also telling you what they're sensing at that time. So I'm seeing this man standing halfway up at the moment. He's got his hand on the banister looking over at me. Those sort of details are very helpful in the investigation because they allow people to take photos, possibly get orbs, point the SLS camera in that direction. And so then you get it coming together of both the technological and the mediumship together. But do you see the difference of information here which we get with the two types of approaches, don't forget. With the equipment, we can only ever really get yes and no's and there's something over there. We don't know who it is without some further detailed questioning. We don't know how old they are. We don't know how they passed. We don't know what they're wearing. We don't know if they appear regularly. We don't know if they've been seen a lot. Um, we don't know how they might make themselves known. So many of these questions that you don't get from the technological side. All of that can be answered within minutes from a medium. Of course, don't forget, it always depends if the spirit wishes to give you that information. The flow as a medium always comes from spirit. So we must remember that, that it's not like picking up the phone and asking spirit to appear. Um, it's always that sense of receiving from spirit must be always an intrinsic part of, of your working with spirit, you know? So when you're investigating, don't try and, like for example, you have a lovely lounge area that looks very comfortable and then you have this deep cellar, deep dark cellar. But actually, fact, as a medium, you're picking up that the lounge is actually the most active area. Even though this, the cellar might seem more exciting and more like an obvious place, just go with what you're feeling at that point and, and be flexible in your approaches, you know? Because don't forget, one investigation in a venue can be very different from another because there are many different spirits and there are also spirits attached to people. When I say attached, there are spirits in, that people bring with them in, which are in their spirit team, you know? There are their loved ones. We are surrounded by our loved ones all the time and our loved ones come with us to investigations. So don't forget, mediums do pick up loved ones, loved ones in spirit when we're on investigations. If that loved one needs to get a message to you, 
uh, it'll get a message to you any way possible. So sometimes that's even on a paranormal investigation. So we need to be ready for that and prepared that it may happen. Uh, we might get a personal message through from a loved one. And so we do need to prepare ourselves for that. I think it's an area we often don't look at. But whenever you go on a paranormal investigation, you, you are opening yourself up to spirit and to spirit of your loved ones also. And it's not scary and it's nothing to worry about. It's actually very different. It's very different from that. It actually opens things up in a very beautiful way. And so you know that, that by opening things up in that sense, that, that you will get messages from your loved ones because they are by your side, they are in your heart. And so don't be surprised if a spirit does come with a spirit that you might connect to. And I would say don't be worried about claiming it at that point because I know as a medium, all I, I do is I give what I get and of course I hope that things can be taken but if they're not taken that's fine all I have to do is stay true to spirit and that even on applies during paranormal investigations I'll give you what I get I'm asking for spirits connected to the building but you can't always say that the spirits will always be connected to the building that come forward spirit don't wait around if they have a message to get through they'll get that message through and this is one of those beautiful instances where it does happen I've had it um, on occasion of a spirit coming forward during an investigation for someone and it was actually really beautiful it's nothing to worry about you know don't forget you should always be grounded when you're doing an investigation so what I mean by grounded is what could be the causes of something happening okay so let's not think for example so you hear a whistle so the cause of that for example we need to be grounded could it be possibly is the the location near a school and is it someone blowing a whistle outside for playtime or is it something more than that is it not explainable where could that potential whistle come from could it come from wind whistling around the side of the building um and so we have to think about that but we have to what we have to do in terms of that though is we have to get to know the building as well it's worth doing a walk around for a number of reasons to connect to the spirits that are there so a walk around with a medium is ideally do you do that first but as at the same time as doing that with the medium you should be acclimatizing yourself to the building sounds every building you go into has its own sounds they aren't paranormal sounds they're just literally sounds of its timbers creaking it might have a noisy door downstairs um, be aware of these sounds so when you do hear them later on in the night you don't think it's paranormal you know that actually in the kitchen there's a cupboard that really squeaks and the door keeps opening you know um, and that's not paranormal it's because the hinge is going it's important to, to know these things so you can be very grounded another thing as well is try and debunk things okay it's very important that you do try and debunk particular things that happen now obviously the beauty of having a medium though, when a medium gives a spirit, really it'll be a case of doing your research there, you know. I always as a spirit love my, my the readings, that the spirits that come forward to be taken where possible. But if it isn't possible, have someone that may know the history with you. There's nothing wrong with doing research on a building beforehand um, because there's always more details that can be found. You might want maybe show that to the medium maybe not I would say maybe not let the medium go in just completely fresh and just give what you get and then you can build on that you know 
Um, but have someone that knows that history at hand that can say, actually, there is a man in this building that's known to have passed. And there is this person we know about. There is this person we know about. And that's a great way to give you that validation during the investigation. So it's important to do your research on buildings. Um, it does definitely help. And that helps to, as well, give a flow of energy on the investigation. When you have that flow of energy on an investigation, it just makes things go very much easier and faster. Um, and I feel that by connecting to these spirits at this lo these locations, you really open up your your experience of that paranormal investigation and potentially get some great, great evidence and results, you know. Don't forget, you have to be open to spirit and, and be open to spirit in that building, you know. Um, by, by being open to spirit, you're not closing yourself off from them. Now, there's nothing wrong with skeptics, but equally, you have to be an open-minded skeptic because if you're closed-minded, then essentially nothing's going to change your mind. Now, I don't try and change people's minds. I just give what I get. It's up to them if they choose to change their stance on it. Um, but I always just stay true to spirit and give what I get. But remember that essentially, even with a closed mind, your mind is still developing. So I would encourage you to have movement and thoughts and contemplation during an investigation and, and after the investigation too. What happened there? Can you explain it? What do you think that could be, you know? Open your mind to the possibilities, you know? And the other thing as well is that, as well as connecting to the spirits in the building, what can help us connect to those spirits in the building is to connect to the building itself. So admire the building, talk what that building might have been like in its heyday. What was it like when it was all maybe, maybe built brand new, you know? Aren't the decorations beautiful? Isn't this wonderful? And you will find, I believe, that you'll get spirits reacting to that because those spirits love those, that building. And if you're also admiring that building, you're getting something in common with spirit there. Now this happened to me and Francesco at the Grand Opera House in York. We actually heard a lady's voice singing as we were, we actually admired the theatre. We talked about its decoration and its detail. And as we started to move out of the, the um, main auditorium, there's an EVP of a lady singing that we didn't hear at the time. When we listened back to the recording, you could clearly hear a lady singing. Now that to me is absolutely wonderful evidence, almost of her saying to us how much she loved it, you know, because she really loved the venue and we were talking how much we loved the detail. And so is it any surprising that you get stuff happening with spirit? Because they can see you're connected to the building, you know, um, and that is what it's about. Paranormal investigation is not about distancing yourself from, from a building and looking down on the building like a third party and investigating it. It's about connecting to that building, getting grounded to that building, really connecting and immersing yourself in that building and the spirits that resided in that building. What's the history of the building? Who built the building? Who designed the building? What was the furnishings like? Immerse yourself in all aspects of the building. And then you will start to absorb the energies of the building and then you will do more than that and connect to the spirits in the building. And I would say at that point, don't doubt yourself what you're feeling. If you're feeling a male energy, say it. If you're feeling drawn to an area, say it. 
Paranormal investigation requires you to be spontaneous, to, to be spontaneous on the evening. You should never have an investigation that is identical to two nights in a row because that to me says there's that lack of spontaneity, there's that lack of connecting to spirit. Because spirit, don't forget, spirit will always respond to you differently every night, okay? Because you might be connecting to different spirits, you might be connected to a different type of spirit, a child or an adult or an old person. And you might be connected to someone with responsibility or lack of responsibility. All these different energies bring different interactions and different interactions bring different evenings. Um, focusing different areas of the building using different equipment. So yeah, do your sweep wrong with a medium so you know what areas to focus in. But then do your baseline sweeps with your tech. And then get your tech together with your medium connecting to give you beautiful information, lovely information on on the buildings that you're in and and open up your evening you know and by doing all of these things hopefully you, you will then have an absolutely fantastic investigation you know um yeah i really hope that these last two little podcasts on paranormal investigation do help you as i say i have got lots of, of experience doing paranormal investigations and it is an interesting area of work for a medium obviously i do a lot of um platform work and one-to-one -one readings as well but it's another, it's another side of my work that's quite interesting you know and I have assisted people with hauntings and stuff at their homes and stuff and they've often eased off in the end and you know so there is all these different sides you know it's just very very interesting so I'm afraid we've reached the end but I do hope it's helped you and I hope it's helped expand a bit of your knowledge and as I say I'm still learning um, it's something that you never stop learning and, and there's so much to learn about it and everything and amazing places to visit as well. Um, if you're into history, you visit some incredible places, you know. So I hope you enjoy your paranormal investigation and, um, and I hope you, you've seen why it's important to combine mediumship with the tech. And so um, you don't just have technology or mediumship, you have them both and they can both complement each other, you know, that's the way ahead, I believe. So don't forget to check out my website, sampertpsychicmedium.com and don't forget to also check out my Facebook page, Sampert Psychic Medium. You can also become a subscriber and get lots of bonus content from me for just £3.49 a month. Just press that subscribe button on Facebook and then you become part of my private spiritual community, Sam Subscribers. Listen, thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to catching you on another Mediumship Reflections podcast soon. Take care and with lots of love and light, happy paranormal investigating everyone. Connect to Sam on his website, sampertpsychicmedium.com, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash sampertpsychicmedium, and on Instagram, sampertpsychicmedium.